Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Hello. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Welcome to But Am I Wrong, starring two people who have not once ever 
in their lives been even close to wrong. We've never even straddled the line of wrong. We've never blown an air kiss to wrong. We've just, we've been so far distance from being wrong that we're, we're mere little dots, little specks so far away. And because of that, it is our duty. Nay, I say, fuck, I was going to use that in my thing later. I wrote nay. And now it's going to, now you're going to know that it was all planned. Um, it is our duty, civic. And what's the opposite of civic? Moral? No. Civic mm-hmm. and It's our civic accord. duty and moral responsibility. Oh, okay. Do you have my joke? Accord. <laughs> no, they're both Hondas, right? Fuck. What's the other one? Yeah. Toyota. I can't think of another one. Well, we're basically here to entertain you simultaneously while talking shit to about celebrities, pop culture, current events, ranting and venting about things we feel passionately about or shit going on in our own lives. And then we are also reading submissions from you about the things going on in your lives and telling you if you are the hero or the villain in your story. So the show's broken up into those three segments. With, <clears throat> sorry, hiccuped and burnt. I had one of your moments. I had one of those little life just came at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we will get into each of those segments before they occur. But we should introduce ourselves. My name is Megan. And my name is Melissa. And we're pretty great. If right? we say so ourselves. Oh, I do want to read something that somebody sent. They wrote about us. They wrote about us? hmm Where? In an email. Okay. I'm ready for it. You can also, if you want to watch the video version of this podcast and see me shake the camera a little bit, um, you can head on over to our Patreon. It's a great time over there. And I promise I will begin to look more awake. <gasps> I got new allergy medication. So okay. shout out to everyone who recommended Allegra. And there was a lot of people who are saying, who work in the medical field, who are like, switch it up. Every couple, once in a while, like if you start to feel like it's not working, next time you buy a bottle, buy something else. And like, don't cycle back to the one that stopped working for you for a while. Um, and everyone kept recommending Flonase. But again, there is not a fucking like shot in hell that I'm sniffing it up my nose. But that's also because that's You're not, not supposed to sniff. Well, just I don't like shooting anything up my nose. But I also don't want anyone who takes Flonase to be like, oh, but like, if you have to in order to breathe, like my allergies, like they drive me crazy. But I'm not like I know people who have so much, so much fucking worse allergies than me who I'm like, if I had their allergies. If you told me I had to like, spread my cheeks to the sun every day, I'd be like, okay, oh, whatever. I would love to sun choke every day. <laughs> I know you would. That's going to be when we when we get our houses next to each other, we got to make sure there's one size got really hot wall. So you can yeah, do that. It's got to be because I need my outdoor shower yep. and to sun choke. You know, I love an outdoor shower. I know you do. All right. This says this is I'm not going to say who it's from. It says, thank you, Eminem. Thank you so much for your podcast. My partner left me suddenly after 12 years, a house purchase, a cat and a dog. I was in a good mental health place before and I'll be OK again eventually. But right now things are rough. But I can play your podcast when I'm home alone and feel like there are friends in the room with me. Thank you so much. There's not enough words to explain how grateful I am. Oh, my gosh. Well, we are a friend to you. And as a friend, I say, why is this person still breathing? (sighs) As a friend, I say, is there anything else I can do for you? What else can we do? What else can we do? Oh, my God. I'm... 
oh, oh, I don't know what phase you're in right now, but um, as two people who have been through some, who have been through some shit, we can mm-hmm. both confidently say there is nothing more cathartic, but you do need to watch yourself because we have both injured ourselves this way. There's nothing more cathartic when you're going through it, a punching bag. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, we've, we've had instructors being like, you get, you, you go sketch. We're like, <laughs> we're, just, we're going through something like, oh my God, I cannot, but that's awful and horrific. And I'm telling you right now, that person is going to be plagued by shitty things mm-hmm. for the rest of their lives. Until they become a different person. That's just... I'm so sorry. But please, let us know what else can we do. But thank you for listening. And uh, I'm glad we can give you something, but let us know what else. Yeah, please. Fuck people. Well, to pivot to something happy, because, hey, we're going to give you a good episode. Um, One of our favorite parts about this podcast is... We love our opinions and we love to talk about our opinions, but we also want to hear what you have to say. So for every segment in this episode, we do polls on Instagram. So for each episode, it will say, who do you think was wrong? And you get to vote on which side you land on. And you can always message us. Not always, but like I say that like if you want to, we love when you do. Like we prefer if you vote and then you say why you voted the way you did, what you feel about it, if you felt the same way, you feel differently, personal experience, anything like that. Um, and then we read those results on Fisting Friday, which is our Friday episode. So tomorrow you can hear results from last week's episode. And then, you know, hopefully soon, uh, you'll be able to vote in this week's episode. Correct. Very correct. Good job, Megan. Thank I you. I say that Apple has updated Apple Podcast has updated the app and it's so much prettier now and it gives us the different graphics that we have. <gasps> Someone we've got a fan in in the present. They they must be knowing. Mm-hmm. Because who else cares besides right. us? Right. Who else is changing their little icon as much as we are? Who else made different icons for all of the different shows that they put on? What? Who else is trying to become their own television network on right. a single feed? Right. Well, you know, the sad thing about recording virtually, besides me not being able to have some of the brisket that you made, um, is that I did save podcasts to listen to on my drive that I was so excited for. And You've now I guess tomorrow. I'm, well, I guess you're in the car with somebody. I mean, he'll listen to it. We tend to be more music. The issue is if I listen to a podcast when I'm passenger princess. I'm going to sleep. That girl is getting rocked to sleep so fucking <laughs> fast. Like, I can't keep my eyes open. It's like, it's like if you put me in a seat that moved in the movie theater, it does not matter what I'm seeing. I'm fucking asleep. I am. Rockabye baby. Oh, my God. I've fallen asleep in many a movie theater that was static like a not moving seat but that's when i'm really tired or the movie is really boring um but oh my so god has the other blonde in my life which movies falls asleep all the in time. cars or movies doesn't matter car movie in the house okay well that is <laughs> she's just bragging now <laughs> i wish mine was like just... like 
if someone could take out. me on like a like a, a drive around the neighborhood like a baby, like I would sleep so much better. <laughs> be so nice. I would love that. <sighs> okay. <sighs> well, should we get into our first segment? I go first. Okay. All right. Now it's time for But Am I Wrong? Our first segment where we share something from our personal life or it can be a rant or things that are just weighing heavy on our hearts that we would like to talk about. All right. uh, Me, I'm up first and I would like to say a hot take. May not be hot to you. I think you'd agree with me, but it's how we work. I think the saying, if he wanted to, he would, is bad advice. I don't innately disagree. There's this girl on Twitter who posted, her name is uh, Classy Freddy Blassie, which I don't think that's her real name. I don't know where that came from, but her username itself is Megan the Evalium. I don't know. Valium? What either of these things. E V. A-L-I-U-M. Like Megan, Megan the Valium. Yeah. that Like Valium. Mm-hmm. Okay. On Twitter, she posted on September 29th saying, A follower flew to Chicago to take me to a dinner. A first in Blassie history. And certainly a fine reminder that if he wanted to, he would. And then four days ago, she posted, I had to file a police report against him. The following day, because he spammed me with over 60 calls, texts, and voicemails and threatened to kill me. Mm -hmm. First of all, do not meet followers. No. Unless you are mutual fans of each other. And even then, I need you to be in a public place with tons of people around and... Just no. That's a non-sexual or romantic setting. Yeah, it's yes. Like this is not safe to begin with. But Jesus Christ, that, that I read that and I was so angry. Not just at him, but at her too. <laughs> no, when I saw the follow-up tweet, I was like, I'm not glad, but I'm I'm happy that the this is the re- we. It took this to get to the realization, not something much worse darker because yeah it's enough it's an like we all knew it was coming mm-hmm. and so i think there is some good behind the saying and i think that's how it originated but then people started taking it to a level that it shouldn't be at because i think the good part of it is that people are being helpful and they're trying to say like if you're in a bad relationship and a man wanted to put in the effort then he would but then people started to overgeneralize it to things like this like if he wanted to go on a date with me he would fly me he would fly I don't know where he came from but he'd fly to come see me and take me to dinner and it goes back to like in the I don't know what years this were, but past years where it was like, he's just not into you. It's like that same Mm -hmm. type of thing. Um, And I think like, you know, sometimes sometimes people, they might be an introvert and they don't know how to like, or they've never been in like a romantic situation before and they, or they've got like anxiety and they don't know how to 
verbally communicate there they might be like a little socially awkward and um it just like makes things makes things too simple and simplifying it and oversimplifying it and it's like Yes, if you're in a city, shitty relationship, yes, if he wanted to, he would. But like, do not use this in the sense of an early relationship when you're still trying to get to know someone and they're not like calling you every day or like you're not waking up to like a good morning, beautiful type text message. That is toxic. But, you know, if he wanted to take you out to dinner he may not initially be forthright that that's what he wants, but like he might get to know you and then take you out later. But we do not use this in a way that's stalkery. If he wanted to, he would bring you flowers in the middle of the night and sing you a song outside your window. Like that's not romantic. It's stalkery in early stages of dating. So be careful what you see, what you hear, how you receive people in your life. Cause some things are just weird and it's not actually romantic. It's not, it's toxic as love bombing. That's the end of my thoughts. I fully agree with that. Um, as somebody who has been on the other end of, wow, this is so romantic. Um, it is only romantic when you think they're hot and then you learn hot people are terrifying too. Like there's this idea that it's like, oh no, like, yes, if someone I wasn't attracted to did all of these things, it'd be really creepy. But if someone I was attracted to did all these things, it wouldn't be. The behavior is the same. The behavior is the same, regardless of how you feel about the person, whatever it is. So like, there's nothing that like Mots does that is, okay, like not sexual. Cause at that point, that's not consent if you're not, if you're not into the person, but like, you know, being helpful, getting like doing those things. Like there's nothing that he does that like if someone else did, I would be like, oh, that's terrifying. Like, no, that's not how it should should be at all. And um, the other two questions I wrote down is, who is he? Because this whole thing, if he wanted to, he would. This is a fan that you don't know. This mm-hmm. is not like a he, an ambiguous he. You need to, I think it only applies when you're in a relationship with someone or a situationship with someone and you are asking verbally for what your needs are and they are verbally or non-verbally like action-based shutting those down and not meeting your needs. And if he wanted to, he would means that if he knows your needs, he would want to meet your needs. That's the goal. He wants to meet your needs. He can't, he doesn't anticipate your needs. Some he might understand, some he might know, but like you communicate your needs. And if he wanted to meet your needs, he would meet your needs. But this whole like, this can't be like an ambiguous he. It has to be a specific person Mm -hmm. because otherwise, yeah, then you have behavior that like, if he wanted to take you out, he would. Okay. Someone that you like, someone you have a crush on that you want to take you out and like a boyfriend to have nice dates someone who you've never met who is a fan of you. Mm. And I think a lot of the issue is like we start 
we, we take these like relationship goals and we like boil them down into like these like seven second TikTok clips that don't have context and they don't have the history there. And people have these ideas of what they want this to be. And they don't realize like either A, these things aren't real. They're fake. So we're making, we're creating this idea of like, oh, my man just did this, this and this. And it's like, okay, cool. Like A, maybe that never happened. Or B, it did. But like, you know, you've been together for all of these years. You've asked for this. You had rough times. You had all of this stuff. And so then people start having these expectations of things that they're so transparent. And like you said, like there's no warm up to them. They just happen immediately, which is not the kind of, I think is not a healthy amount of uh, attention and effort to put into someone who you don't know. Like that is, I will always find that unsettling and creepy. Because you don't know, how do you know that you like me that much? You don't right. like, you have an idea of me and like, I don't like that because you don't know me. Mm-hmm. So and this is like no knock to her at all when I'm saying that no, thing. I just mean, because I think it literally could be anyone. You get swept up in what you think should be. Right. Yeah. And I just mean in the sense that like her initial tweet there are so many other fucking tweets that are just like that with none of the follow-up. So I'm so mm-hmm. glad that she did the follow-up. And if you don't see the follow-up there in other circumstances, it doesn't mean that the follow-up had, it doesn't mean that that didn't happen. <laughs> like it, that is, it's, it's not a safe, it's not a safe thing. And recognizing that I think is real. And I'm really glad that she posted that um, publicly because for, there's no reason for it like it's not but like a lot of people feel embarrassment and shame about that kind of stuff when they're it's literally not our fault at all right all right you're up little slugger thanks so my (laughs) hot take is more of a pitch okay and um i'm a part of sag so i want to make this abundantly clear that what I am pitching is non-scripted for um, a non-scripted network with no writers because this is about the characters that people truly are. Okay. And I think, and I know this is a bold claim, I think I have solved the problem of the (laughs) alt-right. I have a solution. Oh gosh. Okay, Megan. I think I've said this to you offline before. And it's one single sentence. Give politicians reality shows. We need to give them reality shows because they just want to be famous. It's the Trump effect, but flip it and reverse it. We're going back. Instead of ending up in politics from reality TV, mm -mm. we are starting the political platforms and we need to be using this as casting material. We need to be seeing and saying, no, no, you know what? Let's put you, I will take these people on billboards over them passing bills and passing legislation. Some people say, stop making stupid people famous. I say, nay, don't make stupid people politicians. Make those people reality stars. Go back to what reality TV used to be. Bad people doing bad things in places that they weren't I don't know where they were. They, th- this was far away. But I say we should add in another component. We give them. We, these are man-made. We are not taking anybody's land because already done far too much of that. 
we give them, you know, all the trash we throw into the ocean. You know how they built a target on one where I grew up? So those places, they become these little islands where they can go and we give them their own little fake countries, little fake towns to run. And then we give them a whole show about how they are running them. I am not kidding when I say I would legitimately put my tax dollars to this because I consider it harm reduction. If we get them out of there and we give them all of the fame and the notoriety they want and they can spew that shit and they can see themselves full glam, full, uh, 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 a, a baked under eye, some glitter wings and they see themselves on a New York Times digital billboard so they can take a little Instagram picture of it. That is fine. As long as there's no amount of reproductive rights that you have any say in. Are you going to send their uh, followers with them too? Yeah, yes. But here's the other thing that we will then be able to keep a running list of the people who are following them. And the crux of it though is, you know, they, they, they cannot be political on their shows. So they can be an asshole. They can do whatever they want to do, but they cannot encourage people to vote for specific things or do any of those things. They can endorse candidates. They can't do any of that. Similar to, I'm pretty sure, pageants. <laughs> can enjoy a specific candidate, can't do any of that. Um, and in conclusion, we need to treat these politicians like the iPad children they are. These are grown up iPad kids. And instead of an iPad kid, tell me why my phone is dictating this entire thing. <laughs> Stop. Instead of an iPad, it's a confessional camera. There's a little booth in there. They talk. They don't even need to be, and if, and if we want it, and if it was successful, which I know it would be, we can give them the reality shows where then they're all in a house together. I just think there is so much opportunity for this to give these people what they really want instead of what they're saying they want. That's hurting all of us. Where does, because they want power too. So where does that come in? They don't know what power means. They want to be famous and they want to be rich and they want people to know their face and their name. And so in all of that, because they're not speaking any, they're not even speaking full sentences when they're working. Like they're, th th that aspect of it, they're there for the in-between sit-down interviews. They're there to just fucking plow through uh, an attempt at a monologue. But hey, if you gave them a little acting challenge, if you, if you had this hosted by Tyra and they had to do photo shoots, you just not Don't put that like, on Tyra. No, no, no. Not a Tyra. It not Tyra, be... Tyra. But a... A kind of it should be uh, um, Sarah Palin. That's a wonderful call, mm -hmm. and I just think that reality TV transforms people. Does it make them better people? I don't know, but we have seen the absolute hell that people were put through on different times, different kinds of reality TV, and we all talk about this person signed up for reality TV show. They're clearly, you know. A different, a different kind of person. And I don't know why we're coming up with all of these really ridiculous things of like, oh, MILF Manor, where the moms date all of their son's friends. Like, ha, oh, why are we doing that? When instead, we could be watching Lauren Bobart one day do a wipeout course. <laughs> the next day, clean shit out of a stable She's in a, a simple life vibe. But she's a... Uh pipe layer so she can also be out that's that show where horrible what's it called when the bosses come in horrible bosses. whatever that is that's a movie though that's not it 
Undercover boss. Undercover boss. Where she goes and lays pipe for their island. And the season finale, getting groped to Beetlejuice. Like, we've seen mm-hmm. these shows. We know how this works. You get that footage for yourself. Like, come on. And also, you can have an influencer brand deal. You want to you wanna sell fit tea? Go for it. I don't give you a shit. You want to sell the MyPillows? Don't sell be happy them. to sponsor. You want to sell those Goya beans? Fucking sell them. Sell them. Have fun with that. But take Home off Depot. that pantsuit and get out of the fucking capital. I like that. I like thank it. you. I, I genuinely can, think it would solve so much. We could workshop a lot. But my thing is, it's going to, it's the fans. There's so many of them. So then if we ship them off with them, then it just becomes its own governing body. No, but I don't think we ship the fans off with them. I think. So what we, do we do about the ones that are here? They can, they, they just join Rally TV subreddits. Okay. Like you've seen but then what rabid they fans get of shows. Empowered? to run because the kicker is is once they get these run, multi-year deals go. well yeah once you get these multi-year deals oh they can't again i told you they're living on the trash islands no, so i'm like, talking about the um the ones that uh that are the fans and then they're like watching the show they can't be political on their show that's the key like they get they get okay. all the fame and the notoriety but they cannot offer political takes or anything of that nature that would incite people to vote for X, Y, and Z or to advocate for X, Y, and Z. Like, we're going back to the age of reality TV where they go, we don't know what politics are. (laughs) Remember that age? I don't. Because Omarosa has always been there and she was in the White House. Think of shows like, there's definitely writers. Well, no, you're not on strike anymore. Actually... Are there, were they hired as actors? They might have been hired as actors. But, you know, some of those old shows on the three-letter network that is mostly, you know, that also played music videos. For a lot of those ones where it's like, I want to be made into this for a day. Like, I want to do, like, or um, it's a your birthday party for a coming-of-age, specific mm-hmm. age that there's a Hillary Duff song for. Those ones, those were, like, shitty people being shitty. And nothing about them being shitty was ever discussed with their politics. Like, it was just, like, this is, this is Brad. He's cheated on every girlfriend he's ever had. Like, had let us know if you want to date him. I had a friend on next. <gasps> Fun. But you know what I mean? Like, that kind of stuff. When you get into the houses and you get into the psychological warfare and games between people, that's why I say we cannot do something that is like a house with all of them until there's enough time and space between the other house of representatives and the Senate that they've been in together. Like we, that we cannot empower them together like that right now. This is like Lauren Bobart, her creepy husband, if he wants to be on it, um, the Beetlejuice other person. And then if any of the actors of Beetlejuice would like to participate, if SAG, um, if we got our needs met. But some of them are also, I mean, I don't know on that one, but some Broadway actors are also, uh, in the yeah, film but and TV if it's union. a reality one, then you can go on it. That doesn't break the rule. Oh, I just meant if they wanted them to reenact any of their oh, I performances see. I or see. anything then like that, that would turn it into a sad yeah. performance. I got so I'm you. saying if that would be the the they could wanted to. It was off get Broadway too. It was a Colorado production. So. I think it was touring. I think it was touring. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I'm like, I think that we've seen so much that this is all a performance 
give them a bigger stage. And by that, I mean a channel in the double digits. Okay. So. I see it. I see your vision. Me too. And then crossovers. Put them on a yacht. Have everybody make fun of them. Like, and also here's the thing. You go on reality TV, you're going to get mercy. You're going to get bullied so goddamn fucking hard. And sometimes when you bully someone with bad behavior, they either change or they shut up. Yeah. And I'm cool with that. that. And scene. That's, that's, that's my pitch. Um, Let me know what you think, sharks. We are going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with our next segment. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited for someone who like... You know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like 
you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like wait this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the Ministry of Time by Killian Bradley and we also received the Return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the Ministry of Time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. we're back and it's time for our next segment which is but are you wrong where you are listeners and our watchers you submit the thing that is happening in your life that you would like our insight on if we think you are in the wrong would be in the wrong were in the wrong and you can send that over to but am i wrong pot at gmail.com keep it under 300 words um let us know your age pronouns if you would like and it's all anonymous so come up with some pseudonyms aliases for the people involved and we will do our best to, you know, well, I mean, we might not give you the answer you want, but we'll be, we'll be honest. All right. First up. So I have some gay slash queer friends. Let's call them 
Sean and Cody. <laughs> what? Sean Cody is a uh, popular gay porn site. Mm. I was thinking this is from a TV show, and I was trying to figure out which one. Nope. Okay. So we hanging out one night, being gay, and Cody then asked for sex advice since they're now single and ready to have a hot girl summer, better late than never. And Sean and I came up with a few ideas like going to sex parties or do it at a hotel room because for some reason it's a lot better than at home like let me do it on the table however sean then said fuck a straight man which i have a what the fuck face and before i said anything cody said oh i already did that sean then said oh same dope then they both laughed together However, here I am looking down on the floor thinking immediately, thinking how he talked about sucking dick and cock. What? Did I skip a line? It's a, no, it's a, it's a, that's a Tati Westbrook about James Car- Charles. Like, sucking dick and cock at my birthday dinner. It's oh, like, okay. it's a phrasing of being like, oh my God, these people are talking about such lewd things in my poor ears. Okay, let me, let me see if I can yeah. do a better read on this then. Thank you for I, the direction. And action. Then, <laughs> then they both laugh. However, here I am looking down on the floor, thinking immediately, thinking how he talked about sucking dick and cock at her birthday dinner. It then got worse, how they love tricking straight men and sucking their dicks and loving DL men because it hits different from bi and gay or queer people on Grinder. Again, I'm like, huh? I'm constantly seeing on gay Twitter how some gays like to trick straight men. And I'm always confused by that. Like, y'all can't find anyone from your own community. Is it really that hard for them? Am I wrong for thinking it's weird for them to go after straight men for their own pleasure? Well... My argument is, are they really straight? And that is um, a sentence that uh, has been in my head. Because um, I've been hit on by lesbian women. And not once was I like, come eat my pussy. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah. I'm a straight woman and I'm not attracted to any women so like where's the tricking coming from like when your pant is being unbuckled I'm, there's just a lot of steps to get to there so I don't understand where the tricking actually is maybe they appear to be straight but they're actually not yeah I wonder if like the phrasing of this is just like you know that like it seems like this is something that is like you said you've seen this on TikTok and they're talking about it like personal experience wise. So the tricking aspect, you know, might be more of a, the phrasing of an inside joke. Because yeah, if you break it down, like Melissa said, like it's not tricking in that sense. Because my other question would be like, it doesn't seem like your red flags are up. Um, that like this was non consensual. Cause like that's what tricking in my would, you know, would, would you would think in that sense. Um, but, I think that like 
as when it comes to like someone saying like them saying that like oh it's different than they love tricking them it's uh because it hits different um that it's it's like illicit things kind of similar to how you said like having sex in a hotel there's something just about like when people think something's forbidden or something Mm -hmm. is you know like this is like this is not what it's supposed to be or like you can just create a fanfic in your head to that um it, it that can be fun and also can be like depending on the people like in a avoidant attachment style where it's like not really ready to date or want anything serious and so going for people who you know are very much not looking for anything uh continual or public or whatever that is like it is like you know there's something there that like you know what you're gonna get out of it but i don't think it's like I think the phrasing of it is like a little jarring in the sense that like the wording of it can feel icky. So I think like, I don't think that you're wrong for kind of like not liking that concept, but I also don't think that they're wrong for that either, you know? But I also like, mm-hmm. I'm a straight woman. So I think that I'm a straight cis woman. So like, I I don't think that... um my what i say is anywhere relevant to any of that um but some people people also go through phases of like of of things and you know i know people who went through phases of dating people who are accidentally older than them people who are right now so far i have no friends who dated anyone way younger than them but i was gonna say though like i had a friend who tried to date someone or like was talking to someone way younger and i literally took their phone i was like disgusting like literally disgusting we're not fucking doing this and i was like what are you thinking they're like i actually don't know what i'm thinking i'm like perfect so like let's not but people can go through phases and like you actively seek out romantic and sexual relationships with people based on like what you're looking to get out of it so you know i think like if you're in like a relationship phase seeing people do that it just feels like are you kidding? <laughs> like I, but it's, I don't think they want to date right now. And so it's yeah. not like they're, they're not dating within their own community. And so I mean, that, like they're, they're not looking for that. And, and I, I do want to clarify just for anybody that's listening. Megan wasn't saying phases as in like being oh. a gay is being gay is a phase. That's not what you meant. Just Thank like, you. That didn't even yes. connect in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you meant, but newer people may not know. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um, but um, it's also like a kink. Like there's a whole section on websites where it's like tricked a straight guy into having sex where they're not actually straight, but like it's like a kink. Like they, they, they're straight seeming or like it's like they, they might have a girlfriend, but they're actually bi or somewhere in there and so it's like a it's a thing so i don't think what they're saying is outlandish because there's like like people are into this this is like something that's pretty normal yeah dl is a preference and it's also very okay like the same way that some people preferences it can give you the ick like it can be like Mm -hmm. the exact opposite of what you want um but it doesn't mean that one is right or wrong it's just a matter of like what you want at the time um so i i have i 
have more of an issue with DL men who harm the community and people who are not, you know, consenting yeah. to that in that way versus people who are within the community knowing that, you know, this is what they're into and they, with other people who are also into it. Mm-hmm. But you can also just be like, this is just not the conversation for me. Right. <laughs> you know? Um, okay. You're My turns. I'm a 34 female who works in a male-dominated industry. Yikes. I've had my fair share of misogyny from colleagues, mostly outside of my organization, over the past nine years here, and I generally feel like I can handle the situations on my own. We've recently partnered with another company. I was introduced to their team when they visited our location. This introduction of six-plus people lasted 10 seconds. Honestly, don't need any longer than that, as I'll only deal with these people over email. One of them regularly, as our departments line up, and this gentleman is... Okay, I need people... I, I think it's like a dot, dot, yes. dot. Uh-huh. But I need people to parent. I need I need someone to let me know what kind of fine they mean, because yes, initially I was like, be like hottie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I immediately read it as fine, and no, you just meant decent with okay. a shrug. <laughs> yeah, and just one is fine. He's okay. He does have a coworker who is their sales manager. I do not regularly deal with him. The sales manager has now referred to me as sweetheart on three separate occasions. Yep. I've ignored it each time and answered his questions. We have zero rapport. I could not pick this man out of a lineup. Today, I'm freshly back from a vacation and feeling zestier. I need to start using that word. I got a call from my boss regarding this partnership this morning and at the end brought this sweetheart comment. Oh, and at the end, I brought this sweetheart comment up to him. I mentioned I don't know how to address this man who I don't know, clearly doesn't know me and don't want to cause any issues in the overall relationship between our company and theirs. My boss immediately told me he would handle it, which knowing him can be scary. My boss is a large man of the boomer generation who can get loud and it can be intimidating. Should I do the right thing by going to my boss or should I have handled it directly? I'm afraid my boss's reaction could have been over the top, but I wouldn't have known how to approach this other man via email. Thanks for your input. No, that was great. And I think that if you're worried your boss is going to do too much, it's not too much because it's your boss and he makes a call if it's too much or too little. Mm -hmm. Like, uh... You do what you feel comfortable with and what is going to be safest and uh, going to keep you having your job, which mm-hmm. you did. You took it to your boss and he's going to handle it. And doesn't matter how he goes about that, as long as it gets done. And I don't, this man, other man made you feel a certain type of way. And why should you protect his feelings? He didn't care about yours. So he'll get what's coming for him. And your boss probably isn't doing enough. Yeah. TBH. Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, I, I hate this. And also like any way that you handle uh, sexual harassment, indecency, inappropriateness, like in the workplace is fine. Like, I'm like, I'm telling any woman who is, I mean, any person who's facing that, but like specifically in male-dominated fields, women, I'm like, the person on the receiving end of it, however you handle that is the right fucking way. Mm -hmm. I don't even care. I don't care if it's a misdemeanor. You did the right thing. Like, it is just like, no, 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 no. So you did not do too much or too little. And um, I'm not going to like applaud your boss for doing what he's supposed to do. Um, but I would make sure that you keep that in the back of your mind too, that like you're not indebted to your boss for this. Mm-hmm. Like someone did something that they didn't have to do, which made your boss have to do something. Like right. 
it was not an option for him. Um, and he doesn't want to be in that position either. And none of you would have been here if he, if sweetheart man didn't do that. I just, I hate them. Well, we're going to take another break. And when we get back, we'll get into, but are they wrong? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. And we're back and it's time for But Are They Wrong, where we nominate a person, place or thing, something in pop culture, current event, zeitgeist, who is doing the worst. Not like, oh, they're down in the dumps, but like, I would like to throw them in a dump. Who would you like to nominate, Melissa? I, you know, since we're on the theme of sexism, ooh, I would like to nominate men in STEM. Oh, God. So every year there's this tech conference for women and non-binary people in STEM called the Grace Hopper Celebration. Side note, all the women that were speakers, all baddies. I implore everyone to go look at the website because I'm like... Okay. Even Jill, okay, Janelle hot. Monet was there. <laughs> and I bet and I bet they were a nice ass outfit. Yeah. Um, the event is specifically aimed at helping women and non-binary people in technology to network with recruiters as well as attend panels. Well, apparently some a lot of cisgendered men falsely signed up as non-binary people. Not only that, but they skipped all the panels and seminars in order to beat women to the recruiting lines. And while cisgender men are not prohibited from going to this event or attending it because they've done so for years, they saw the Anita B., the company that organized the, the seminar, said that men came out in higher numbers this year by skirting the rules. So um, their impact officer, Colin White, said in a statement, yesterday it became clear that there are a far greater number of cisgender men attending than anticipated. Simply put, some of you lied when you registered. And as evidenced by the stacks and stacks of resumes you're passing out, you did so because you thought you could come here and take space and try to get a job. White noted that the cisgendered men also took discounted academic tickets for the event, as well as interview slots that were supposed to go to women and actual non-binary attendees, who, uh, as in a lot of fields, are the minorities in STEM fields. And noting that some of the cisgendered men shoved and physically hurt other attendees in the rush to the job booths, and uh, one person noted that the problem is competition is not fair for everyone. That's why a woman's conference exists to level the playing field because women are highly discriminated against in tech. If they had a career fair for military veterans, but civilians who have never served in the military crashed it, would you be okay with that? As someone who is not in STEM, I tend to use my, um, I might look scrawny, but I'm fucking scrappy. And I'm, I don't use my brain. I will use my brawn. I will, like, let me in. I, I will run fucking interference. This, like, it pissed me off so much. So fucking much. Because, oh, the, like, even a singular conference doesn't even the playing field. 
So mm-hmm. like, you can't even have an ounce of that. Like you're so used to having every space be for you that the second that there's one fraction of one weekend that is not for you, you cannot stand it and you have to go there and be there. And like, do you not realize it actually makes you look worse? Right. Like does not make you look desirable. to people that you're going there specifically to get hired by a company. So. Yeah. If I was the organization, I would keep tabs on the other companies to see if they hired any of those men. Yeah. Speaking of hating men, I would like to nominate <laughs> going. a terrible man. Um, and this is, uh, I'm going to give like a trigger warning for um, school shootings and gun violence. Nominate John Romano, who at 16 years too. old, mm-hmm, uh-huh. at 16 years old, um, he was a school shooter at uh, Columbia High School in Greenbush in New York, which the shooting wounded uh, a teacher and terrified and traumatized a bunch of fucking students there. Um, He was convicted to 20 years in prison and served for 17. And now that he is out, he is starting his career as a TikToker and an influencer, which ironically, or not so ironically, um, is making his whole platform school shooting prevention. And that might seem like, oh, okay. And I want to give a huge disclaimer I'm a huge fan of rehabilitation I am like Mm -hmm. a big fucking proponent and fan of that and one of the biggest questions that people say when I say that like well what about rapists I'm like well the justice system doesn't do anything for rapists so like we're not in a society where people who physically harm other people our society does not um, scorn that or cast that off or view that as something horrible and awful and negative. So there is no reforming that in our current society. So I'm all for all for reform. And in theory, in a world where school shootings didn't continually happen and we had fixed the issue, which is specifically white men and white supremacy as the root cause of these continued school shootings, not mental health, not that, that would be something where, oh, you could see someone who is rehabilitated doing those things and also you don't do them for profit nor do you do them front facing so um he has been quoted saying my goal is not redemption for the school shooting which redemption is a very fucking weird word to use um my goal is prevention of other school shootings that's why i'm here that's why i share and someone uh, a teacher a parent and a tiktok user named you can call me kate posted a video talking about their experience as an educator um, and saying that there are people who are never going to feel safe again because of him and that should not be allowed and he should not be allowed to have this platform to speak on. And they were a teacher and they stopped teaching and then moved to like private and then teaching out of the home because they were so terrified of that being a teacher, like using their body as a shield for elementary school kids, like traumatized by that. And those are people who are here, like to this, like, there are still people, countless people who have lost their lives, family members who have lost people, but the people who have survived these things live with the trauma of this every single day. So he responded to the backlash saying, despite the current backlash I'm receiving, which I completely understand, I also continue to get a lot of people reaching out to me, thanking me for what I do. Some of them are the parents, teachers, and even students who are frustrated with the lack of change. I believe I can help save lives. The centering of himself in this is giving school shooter. It is giving like, this man is living out that... um 
it gives me similar vibes to the book, 13 Reasons Why, where one of the biggest critiques of this is like, this is something where it's like, this is viewing as very cathartic, essentially, as someone who is faced with all of these horrible mental health issues and these things in their life and has all of this anger and emotion towards different people, they end up dying by suicide. And then there are all these tapes and then they get to essentially, as the viewer, you're like watching from above, the redem- like all you get, you don't get that. And so this whole thing, you are now making, not only do kids want to be influencers, kids feel influenced by school shooters who aren't having platforms, aren't having these accounts. And suddenly you can make yourself the fucking like, I am a god. Like I am like, I am the ultimate one to come to. Like this is, it's being even creepier than that because most of the kids, I mean, not most of them, but uh, uh, kids who commit the school, like you're making an, a different entry point to become an influencer. So if they start a school shooting, well, you know, either I die or I can become an influencer. So he has over 250,000 followers on TikTok. And he said that like, <laughs> he said that like he acknowledges that these things are very traumatizing, but as if he is not re-traumatizing to people that like a face of a school shooter popping up there. And he said that he like, oh, I went there to die. I didn't went there to go there to like hurt anyone. And it's like, no, that's not, that cannot, you can, sure, your frontal lobes are not fully developed and you can say now with the insight that you have as you're older that you think that that was maybe a cry for help and you wanted to end, you wanted your life to end, but you did not want to end your own life. You wanted someone else to end it. But that does not mean that that negates any of the harm that you did and the impact that was caused. What your intention or not, your your intention there had a fuck ton of casualties. And just because no one died does not mean that the people who survived that and teachers, parents, family, like live with that trauma and then have to see your fucking face on their For You page. Oh, and so one of his most popular videos on TikTok, he gave his take on how teachers can help students who are struggling mentally. He said that while he wasn't seriously injured physically, I know that mentally countless others were traumatized and still suffer to this day 20 years later because of me. Oh my God. So why the fuck are you on there? That to me is like sadistic and like, oh, you're still getting off on the terror that you're like you're wreaking on these on these people. Like you're still getting off on the fact that you have all this power over traumatized people by knowing that your face can just pop up at any time. So he does not address at all the um, issue of white males and white supremacy being the driving cause behind any of this. He just keeps talking about mental health specifically for white men. Um, And then we go into, uh, he was, talks a lot about the aftermath of his life when he was attacked at a homeless shelter he was working at in 2022. So it was a black man who was wielding swords and that was in 2022. And his thesis of that was essentially um, people can be racist towards white people and saying that the man who attacked him was black and called him the quote unquote white devil and focuses then there entirely on race rather than mental health, which is completely contradictory to what he says he's doing there. So he's comfortable speaking about race in terms of violence when it comes to a black man, but not when it comes to white men being school shooters. Then it's about mental health. Then we need help with mental health. But we're not talking about mental health or grace for any of that when you are on the other side of that. And that man is facing more prison time than he ever fucking did. It just, oh, literally makes me so 
fucking pissed. And as of now, his comments are still turned off. And he said, I weighed out if my speaking publicly would help more people than it would hurt. But I know my sharing my story hurts people, but I do believe I am helping. I think that is fucking nasty. Like, I just think that there is... Ooh, like if you if you committed some horrendous crime, regardless of what it is, the you are you if you're so truly reformed in this and you've been able to do this. First of all, you again, I do not believe you can be reformed as a school shooter in this sense because our society and our community does not view school shoot like it is. It's so fucking normal and it happens all the goddamn fucking time. But like you do he that quietly do- behind the fucking scenes. And he also didn't get any counseling. Like he hasn't gone to a therapist or like he even part of his release, he wasn't required to seek a therapist. So it's he hasn't been and even in the sense of how we define rehabilitation, he hasn't been rehabilitated. No, he sat in a cell and presumably hung out with white supremacists and all of his other shit like jail. And prison also doesn't work. So like that jail and prison is not rehabilitation. Like that in itself is, if you go once, you're more likely to go again. A, either because the juries and cops and lawyers and the system will look at a rap sheet and go, okay, you've been there once, you can go there again. Or you have so much shit that you've gone through, you've done or whatever, and you are not getting the adequate physical and mental health help that you need nor any sort of like, you know, you're coping with alcohol or whatever. There are so many worse things that then shit gets worse. Shit gets worse. Like addiction. That's why I don't think people who are addicted to things should be going to addictions get worse. Like they don't, that doesn't work for everyone. There's so many things that can get so much worse there because like Melissa said, there's like, there's nothing rehabilitating about that process. So that in itself is not like I'm a changed person. No. Do I think you need to rehabilitate if you robbed a bank? No. You robbed, that's, if there's no one's harmed, you're not hurting anyone. If you embezzled some money, do I think you need to rehabilitate from embezzling money from the government? There are different things here based on who you have hurt and who you have traumatized. You have traumatized children, teachers, parents, students, the ones who are at the school that you were at, the ones in the town who have heard about this, and then people fucking everywhere who have been traumatized by school shootings, regardless if you were the one who committed that act or not. So like, if you truly want to do something and you want to do all of that, A, donate your brain to science. Donate your goddamn fucking brain to science. Go to intensive therapy. Meet with Moms Against Guns. Meet with uh, meet with all of those organizations about that and write your legislator. Like, talk about bills you would like to get passed. Like, do all of those things. Do that fucking hard, grueling work behind the scenes. You are not going to get paid for that. I don't think you should be able to get to profit off of crimes you've committed where there was harm done. And shut the fuck up. Also, didn't he lie and say that he just went in and like shot in the air and that's not actually what happened? Yep. He's repainting the whole story and also and then really framing himself as a victim in the fight that he got into. And with, again, two grown adults versus a 16-year-old at a school where there are children. And you have a gun. So, yeah. I just, it makes me, like, really fucking pissed off. And I really wish there was more. 
I think like we as a country are like really afraid to talk about rehabilitation because it makes us realize that the systems in place don't rehabilitate and we don't have things in place to do that. And that things like, you know, especially when it comes to things like sexual assault and uh, domestic violence, like our society is okay with that. And so even if you went through all the rehabilitation programs, like as a country, we don't uphold those uh, expectations of people. And so I think we don't talk about it enough. And so I worry that there is like a sect of Gen Z who views this as rehabilitation when it's not because he's using those kinds of words. And it makes me mad because, you know, the whole like send someone to like lock them in jail and throw away the key is very much a right wing mentality. And that is not my mentality either. But like when people critique someone profiting off of this, it's like, well, don't we want rehabilitation? It's like, that's not what this is. And we don't mm-hmm. talk about what it, what rehabilitation really is enough because it's daunting and we don't have it. <laughs> like, we don't have it for violent crimes. So, you know, makes me mad. Um, yeah. Fuck yeah. this man. I, yeah. That was going to be mine. And I was like, I don't think I can mentally get into this, right? Like, do all the research for it. But you did it wonderfully. Thank you. I just, I get, I just get so fucking pissed. That's the end of our episode. Thank you all for listening. Do you have anything you'd like to share? You opened your mouth, so I wasn't sure. Can't keep this trap closed. Um, sure. Yeah, that's what they got me on the streets. Um, I don't think I have anything else to say. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. If you want us to talk about something coming up, um, you can always tag us in it, send it to us. Like we always say, if you're going to send it, send it first and then write down like a little summary of it. If there's any trigger warnings so we don't just open to something startling. But yeah, I think Ooh. that's it. all right well thank you megan for being here thank you melissa for being here have a great day everyone goodbye we'll circle back we'll circle back but am i wrong is a production by me megan rinks and me melissa demonts plus diamond imprint productions post-production by coco lorenz and production assistance by melanie d watson